This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilog Media, the podcasting network. So you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artists. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavan to Google Podcast. Everything is mentioned in the description. And of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. So this is for my fascination with Iranian culture, Iranian cinema, and Iranian landscapes. Today we're in conversation with Hamid and I'm not going to try and pronounce his surname. So Hamid is a film critic, filmmaker, actor, author and a university professor. He is a member of the International Federation of Film Critics and Iranian Short Film Association. So far he has been among the selection committee and jury members of many national and international film festivals like the 74th Cannes Film Festival in France, 44th Gothenburg International Film Festival in Sweden, 14th River International Film Film Festival in Italy and many more. His writings have been published, which include Daily Deliriums of the Sleeping Man and a Cinema in Iran, Sorab Shahid Cinema, and a Glimpse into the History of French Cinema. Hi, Hamid. Welcome to our podcast, The Artist. And thank you for joining us from Tehran, one of the most beautiful places I've seen only through Iranian films. And it's lovely to have you on our podcast. You wear so many hats, almost like a polymath. You're a filmmaker, you're a film critic, you are an actor, professor, my God. And you've also written books. So, so tell me, just to start from a very basic question because of my fascination with Iran and the culture. Tell me, how is the city sort of now, right now, uh, as the pandemic hopefully is is, is easing out? And uh, how do you think the nation has evolved in the last sort of two years since the pandemic started? First of all, hi, Sushita, and hi, everyone. Thank you so much for your kind invitation and having me your podcast. It's a great honor for me. Uh, about your question, uh, first of all, I would like to give you a very short introduction. You know, Tehran and uh, is the capital of Iran, it's a really huge city with a population of more than 12 million people, uh, a very alive city, crowded city with many dreams, but at the same time, fell of economical, political, biological problems. In the last decade, 
mention your question. Many people yeah. from other cities and villages in Iran uh, have migrated to Tehran, and the mm -hmm. population of the city is uh, increasing day by day. One of the most important reasons for the immigration of Iranian youth to Tehran mm -hmm. is that Tehran is a kind of capital of all kinds of activities. In Iran, actually, I should mention the new generation want a free life without any restriction. Uh, this put them in a soft and calm confrontation with the government. Actually, I think a big change in Iran in all fields and topics is happening by the youth. And about the second part of your question uh, about the pandemic situation yes. in Iran, mm -hmm. uh, we are we are stuck in terrible situation now. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I want to be specific in the field of film production, uh, and um, unfortunately felt sharply. Tell, tell me, tell me, Hamid, in terms of uh, the stories that are coming out of Iran, I'm going to be coming about the point of cinema being influenced by the change of culture after mm -hmm. this. But I just want to sort of understand in terms of what what are the kind of stories that you foresee coming out of Iran? And also because you are a professor, you teach cinema. What do you think your students are thinking and how they are thinking in terms of the storytelling? It's really good question. Thank you so much. Actually, you know, Iran is an unpredictable country in mm. all fields. And this has an important reasons, ethic uh, and cultural diversity and language diversity in Iran. This diversity has led to the lack of a single image with a clear purpose in Iran. Personally, I would like to see Iran as an independent, free, and strong country in the mm -hmm. coming years, you know? And mm -hmm. I know that our people can do it and can do this if the government allows them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I should add about the, your question, as you know, Iran is a country of poetry, literature, mm -hmm. and history, and our cinema has been influenced by these uh, by these features. In recent years, with the increase of social problems, our filmmakers, especially new generation filmmakers, have become very interested in making critical films with uh, themes about lifestyle, about the social problems, economical, political problems, dealing with the government, and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for example, I'm not sure you know Askar Farhadi. He yes, awarded two Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, a separation, <laughs> a salesman. Yes. And uh, I just watched his new film in Cannes Film Festival called The Hero. It was a yeah. great film and one of the big chances for the next Oscar. You know, in, wow. in uh, films of Farhadi, you can see the social problems, social crisis mm -hmm. happen in a, in a, in a, and, and the monetization straighting in a family actually and mm. family is a symbol of the society and society mm. is a symbol of the country you know yes and today due, due to the success of uh, figures such as Farhadi mm -hmm. 
New generation filmmakers are also trying to make uh, experimental uh, films, social films, fictional films, influential films under the, the uh, uh, under the influence of social problems and crisis like Farhadis because they see Farhadis how is 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 a successful in the world and in the international events about cinema and they want to follow uh, his way mm. the other uh, new filmmakers try to grow up their poetic cinema like Kiarostami cinema yes. it's a really poetic cinema uh, it's mm. a kind of a non-urban cinema all the things uh, happen in a some location out of the cities like Tehran, Tabriz, and some big cities in Iran. And the main location is in a village, is a small town, or in a, a is a way, is a path between the mm. cities, you know? Mm. And yeah, yeah. How do you see uh, cinema getting influenced uh, by something specific? For example, if we look at uh, Mumbai culture or if you look at the India culture, there's a huge influence of, uh, you know, social media. There's influence of TikTok. There's the influence of, you know, viral videos and uh, video games are now the next big thing. Uh, what is it that, that that's influencing cinema in Iran? Do, do you guys have social media there? Are you? Do you have access to, uh, free access to Instagram and TikToks there? Yeah, we have free access to Instagram yet, but I hope uh, we have it uh, till next or two months later because of the new government, I don't know. But uh, we don't have a free access to Facebook, but all people try to use VPN, you know, and yes. filters mm. to, to mm. access the social medias. But Instagram, WhatsApp is okay. Uh, they are not filtering about this social medias. But most of people use Instagram. They try to share the videos you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in their page and uh, uh, our cinema, the new, the new cinema really are influenced by these this images, these videos shared in the Instagram, especially about the personal lifestyle in, mm -hmm. in this period of time. It's really yeah. important. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, TikTok is is um, not popular in Iran yet, mm -hmm. and uh, but somebody used that, but it's around maybe two percent of people, and it's really less. Mm -hmm. uh, but Instagram, more, most of people, around seventy percent of people use use Instagram. Instagram influenced by by. Uh, uh, influence on on our cinema yeah so you're saying that instagram and social media does have an influence on your cinema and and you foresee that changing how iran so far has uh, you know uh, the kind of stories that has come out of iran and the style of storytelling you foresee a major shift happening in the next coming years yeah yeah uh, i agree yeah Tell me, tell me, Hamid, what kind of challenges that does cinema face in Iran when we are talking about not just as a medium, not that this is going to become a long question, not just as a medium of cinema and storytelling, but also challenges like 
do you guys have uh, a commercial cinema there so called commercial cinema uh, do you foresee uh, you know the the way cinema is made like through mobile phones as well which is becoming very prominent like an iphone do you foresee these things already seeping into the culture are the iranian filmmakers the ones who are coming out new now happy being there do you see a lot of migration happening to other countries let me tell you something uh, <laughs> we are we don't have a really big commercial cinema you see yes. the for example in in international film festivals in international public screening of iranian films i know for example majid majid is really famous in india mm. and uh, for example kiarostam is really famous in france also jafar panahi mahmal wafan uh, yeah the other filmmakers yes there is no famous commercial cinema in iran like bollywood like hollywood <laughs> like nollywood yeah. you know nice. mm. there is no big studios there is no uh, blockbuster films mm-hmm. with a huge production teams no there is a main reason for that uh, because after the islamic revolution uh the new government tried to to make a ban for screening the foreign films and some of uh, international film critics and film researchers believe this is a main cause of grew up the creativity and the poetic side and the local side of Iranian cinema with a, a, a kind of low budget films you know mm-hmm. and all iranian films in 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 international sites you can see they made with a very very low budget film uh, low budget uh, when you compare that films uh, with the other films from different countries like uh, like india like i i don't know european countries like italy germany mm-hmm. france you know mm-hmm. and yeah iranian cinema is really famous for the poetic side. Yes. Uh, we can't forget this when we want to talk about Iranian cinema. Mm-hmm. And uh you know uh, the new film education in Iran organized by the Iranian Youth Cinema Society there is a really huge organization in Iran with more than 60 branches in different cities of Iran. and most of new generation teenagers youth are interested to make a film with a low budget just refer to the branches of Iranian youth cinema and they give them uh, some uh, facilities some equipments like cameras like uh, lights and something like that to make their film and they support uh, their films as a, as a producer you know they give them money they give them uh, equipment uh, and they support more than i think 200 short films wow. during a, 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 a during a year yeah it's mm-hmm. just really really high amount of uh, short films you know mm-hmm. and and uh, they give them an opportunity to show their products in the international short film festival the main obstacles the main challenging uh, things for all our filmmakers i mean in a short filmmakers um uh, live action filmmakers feature filmmakers is a censorship 
all all of them are really worried about the censorship because um, there are some some rules for making films in Iran. For example, there are some red lines. You mm-hmm. can't get close to that red lines in your stories, you know. But it's not a big problem. The other, uh, the uh, some of uh, the uh, other filmmakers try to use these rules as a, as a source of creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to take a side of this group or that group. The other problem is economically. You know, we are stuck in a big problem as an economical side. The main problem is a uh, bank sanction. Uh, against Iran and Iranian people, right. uh, USA try to make these uh, sanctions and try to grow up them and just tell to other countries, please don't work uh, with Iran about the transferring money, and it's make a really really big problem for us and make lots of economical problem for our people, and um, the other things is our 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 managers, our people who work in the government really don't care about the the, the, the desire of new generation. Um, this kind of political issues influence all, all categories of activities in Iran, especially in the field of cinema. Right, right, totally. And I think it's it's influencing other countries as well, as we see a lot of political cloud being there in different countries. Just tell me, Hamid, what do you see a lot of women filmmakers coming out from Iran? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of women <laughs> uh, filmmakers coming up. Yeah. They don't uh, really care about that. You know, in some medias, you heard some bad news, but uh, the, the female filmmakers try to make the, their films via cell phones with some some unprofessional cameras, but they, they just try to to show that the their activities like a female ma- filmmakers, and they try to screen their artworks in some you know, private uh, film halls, movie theaters in Tehran, in some big cities like Tabriz, Mashhad, Shiraz, Asfahan, yeah? And it's the, the amount of female filmmakers grow up more and more day by day, and it's good news for us yeah. because we need, we need, that's part of uh, sexuality. That part of thinking to to, and uh, you know, I mean the kind of equality between yeah. male and female filmmakers. Because if they have a more space, you can see more ideas. You can see more point of view to the social problems and social crisis, not with the view of men. Yes, yes, that's that that's amazing. It's it's so good to hear that. Hamid, you've been on the jury of a lot of film festivals and recently you were on the Fipreski Can 37 the 74th Can Can Film Festival where you guys awarded three films, which is Drive My Car, Playground and Feathers. And of course I was trying to read your your piece on feathers that you had written. Tell me for our filmmakers, for the artists listening to the podcast, Hamid. What are the couple of things that when you guys decide to uh, give an award to uh, to a film, what are the few things that you guys consider? 
It's really good question. The first things uh, mm. I mean for a Fipreski jury most mm. of the time is a is a unique idea of the film. It's mm. a unique and a strange idea. We mm. have to face with the with the new things, with the new word, with the new voice, you know. If yeah. you just read my article about the feathers, the feathers from the best film in a critics week and, and director's fortnight, yeah. two main sections of the Camp Film Festival. If you read my, my article, you can find this story, the idea of the feathers. It's really unique. It's really, really rare idea and mm -hmm. when i just watch i remember i watched this film mm -hmm. around uh, 10 30 p.m it's really mm -hmm. late time you know mm -hmm. and i i just told myself okay it's a good time for a sleep in a movie theater it's uh, if it um, uh, i face with the bad films with the very <laughs> long films with yeah boring films but <laughs> When the yeah yeah when the film just start just with the with the first shot I just shocked, you know, mm. you know I I uh, let me let me give you a quotation from Walter Benjamin, a yes. German philosopher. Yeah, he has a very lovely term about the the artworks about the origin artworks. He called them shocking experience. You know. Shocking mm -hmm. experience. I think we, when you face with a good film, you just experience your 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 experience taste is a main uh, is is means of shocking experience. You know, the second things after the unique idea for us is expanding the ideas. You know, in a mm -hmm. first middle. And ending part of the film. The duration of the film is not important for us. 70 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours, three hours, you know, for example, mm -hmm. drive me by car. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the duration of the film is more, more than three hours. Mm -hmm. But yes, but the, the film should convince us has a good ex, uh, expanding of the idea, you know. Mm -hmm. the, the audience don't last the part of the ideas in the middle or uh, last the rhythm of the film. You know, it's really mm -hmm. important for us. And the third thing, the execution of the ideas. I mean, from the technical side, from the decoupage, mise-en-scene from the director, uh, sound designing, music, you know, acting is really important for us. For example, in the previous edition of the Campion Festival, we discovered lots of talented actors and actresses with the new generation. You know, yes. uh, uh, as a conclusion, we have to surprise. We have to mm. see something we we never seen that uh, the idea like that and the mm. creativity with the mean of the origin concept of that you know we really like to see creativity in the film what are your thoughts in terms of the genre films are they popular in uh, in in festivals uh, because you've been part of the jury in so many other festivals uh, 
what do you think about the genre films? You know, you can see the films from different genres, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it depends on the countries. It's a depends on the festival for example you can mm. find a specific genre in a regulation of some film festival for example we want to support some films about lgbt's communities we want to mm. support some films about the economical problems about the biological about the uh, nature something like that but you know uh, when i uh, uh, search in my mind about the films because I was a jury in more than 15 film festival in mm. the world and uh, uh, when I searching in my my mind uh, you know there is a lack of uh, films in the genre of horror for example mm. or thriller you know mm. you mm. can see very few films like mm. horror films like but social films is you can find lots of social films and LGBTQs. It's grow up year by year, you know. And some festivals make a make a special section uh, for LGBT films, uh, like queer films, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the other things is like social films about social crisis about social problems and this third uh, third place is for political films some films against the governments against the dictatorship against the totalitarianism against the militarism you know yeah 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 Hamid, tell me you've written on the history of iran and also french cinema would you like to say a couple of things do you find uh, which is different and similar uh in the stories and the cultures of the two yeah it's good question uh i should mention about the iranian uh, cinema history hmm. uh iranian cinema uh, has a history more than 120 years old you know just wow. after five or six years mm-hmm. cinema was born in, in france mm-hmm. with the lumiere brothers yes. after five or six years that one of the kings of qajar dynasty one mm-hmm. of the kings traveled to france and uh and just saw the camera and uh, the function of camera and he really liked that camera and just buy a camera and bring it to Iran. Wow. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. And try to record some some footage from the some some ceremonies mm-hmm. in a king in a king uh, areas at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And our our cinema from the the first days, just influence and uh, from the initial days just influenced by the french culture by the french cinema and mm-hmm. our culture before the islamic revolution under the influence by the france because lots of students goes to france for study in different majors you know mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. fields and mm-hmm. when they came back to iran they bring something new to our culture. They bring some words. You know, our, wow. uh, you can find lots of common uh, words between uh, Farsi and French. Wow. For example, decoupage, commune, uh, 
montage. Uh, all, all of the words we use in Farsi uh, have uh, roots in, in French. Mm. And the cinema of our of both countries are really strong country, uh, cinemas, you know. Both mm. countries experience a new way. For example, in the second part of the um, 20th century, we mm-hmm. face uh, with a with a new wave of French cinema, you know, with Jean Luc Godard, uh, Francois mm. Truffaut, Rivet, yeah. Chaparral, and the other filmmakers. And we have it in Iran with the same time with the Merjuri films. Uh, we call it Cow. It's a mm. really good films by by Merjuri. He just mm-hmm. adapted the uh, the story of that films from the play by mm-hmm. Ghulam Hossein Saidi, one of the famous playwriters in Iran. But about the mm-hmm. different things, the different things, it's uh, uh, it's about the religion. It's about the lifestyle. It's about the state, about the, the, the government, you know. All mm-hmm. these kind of things inf- uh, impacts of our cinemas, of our our um stories you know yes yeah yes tell me a couple of uh, a couple of iranian and french filmmakers that you admire from iranian cinema the first one for me is abbas kiarostami oh yeah. The, <laughs> yeah 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 the second one is sohrab shahid salis i'm not mm-hmm. sure you know him no i'm not he sure. Oh, you have to watch his films. Okay, uh, okay. I, I know his cinema is really, really close to Kiarostami's cinema. Okay. He made two, two films, Still Life, and uh, we call it the Still Life, and the other form, one is a Simple Event. Is, is it there um, somewhere online, uh, these films? Yeah, yeah, you, can, you, can, you can just search the name of this film in YouTube. And you can watch okay. them with the English subtitle, yeah. Lovely. Okay. And unfortunately, after the Islamic Revolution, Sohrab mm. immigrated to Germany and made some films there, but not successful as their films in Iran, you know? Mm-hmm. The third filmmaker is Mohammad Reza Aslani, fictional mm-hmm. and documentary, Khosrow mm-hmm. Sinai, Askar Farhadi, Majid Barzigar, Jafar Panahi, Shahram Mukri, Parviz Kimiavi, Darius Merjui. It's my favorite filmmakers from Iran. But wow. for French filmmakers, mm. Jean-Luc Godard, Francois Truffaut, uh, Rivet, uh, Alain René, yes. Renoir, Jean mm. Cocteau. I really like that film from Jean Cocteau. Cooked to the blood of poets, you know. Mm. Wow, it's awesome. a huge awesome. list, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, tell me, tell me, Hamid, in terms of do people from Iran watch films from other countries? Yeah, you know, uh, Iranian TV mm-hmm. try to buy some films from uh, foreign countries like American films, Indian films, especially Indian films. Oh, you know, I'm... Indian cinema have lots so, of fans so, in Europe. So you're, when you're saying Indian cinema has fans, are you talking about Bollywood, Shah Rukh Khan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No Satya Ji try. <laughs> no Satya Ji try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, no, I was uh, not listening to that. Okay, so maybe you know, Bollywood. It, yeah, yeah. If, if I be honest, I don't like Bollywood films. But I really like the the independence 
Indian cinema, like Satya Jitrai. I really yeah. admire Satya Jitrai. He is a big master for cinema, I think. But Iranian TV buy, uh, buy some films from America, from Indian films, European films, and try to dubbing that films. You know, dubbing industry is really good in Iran. Uh, they give a different voice to different characters mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the films, and lots of people try to mm, watch the uh, the, the uh, foreign films in TV with the dubbing. But there is censorship in our TV. Some of new generation don't like to watch the films with the censor, so they try to download films from from the internet. There are mm-hmm. lots of websites. Do you see? Uh, do you foresee this uh, that uh, in, in in specifically in film festivals because he, because he pointed this out that they do not watch Satyajit Rai but they watch Bollywood uh, Shahrukh Khan films. I was not mistaken about that. I just want you to sort of understand from you as a filmmaker as a critic uh, that do you foresee at some point films which have a combination of entertainment and art coming together as something that would be more popular in the film festival since since i have been seeing that film fe- film festivals are tilting towards genre films like thriller and horror like like berlinale this year yeah yeah uh, yeah i i have to uh, i i found a good word in your question about the entertainment you know mm. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, the game industry grew up and up during the last years. You oh, know? yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and cinema, uh, for example, Marvel, Marvel films. Yes. There are lots of, lots of filmmakers are really against the Marvel films, like <laughs> Martin Scorsese, you know, and there are lots of articles and interviews against that. And what is the uh, root and source of the Marvel cinema? It's a game, you know? Mm. It's a game. They try to combine, they try to merge the aesthetic of the games, uh, I mean computer games, yeah. with the aesthetic of cinema. And film festivals try to find a way. For example, if you just read the interviews with uh, Thierry Fermo, the festival director about the yeah. Cannes Film Festival, about yeah. the, for example, about the Netflix, about yeah. some films with the superheroes, with the heroes, with non, non-Earth-based heroes, you know? Yeah. And He's really disagree with uh, to to give a place to some films with that kind of aesthetic, but mm. the other festivals try to make a free slots, make a space for this kind of cinema because uh, they have a camera and see the 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 future of cinema. There is mm. no other choice for them. We, yes. They should pay attention to this part of cinema, you know, uh, the because the commercial side. Yeah, because yeah. Mm. Mm, I, I mean the commercial with the new aesthetic, you know, yes, not just yes. a commercial. Yes. Uh, yeah, with the game base, I mean. 
it's a good 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 uh, opportunity for them to change the aesthetic to change uh, the elements the factors of cinema in other way i think the yeah. radical filmmaking is grow up more and more mm. i mean why why radical because all of people can download the film editing software the film editing uh, uh, applications from their cell phones all cell phones have a good cameras and uh, lots of co- cooperation who who make uh, cell phones try to 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 uh, make a good camera with a good quality and add this to the cell phones for make a films you know and yeah. all people can get a role you you remember in media uh, uh, citizen uh, journalist yeah it's mm-hmm. a filmmaker it's a citizen filmmaker you know mm-hmm. we can replace mm-hmm. it in the near future Mm. and uh, critical filmmaking goes up uh, goes up and up and uh, studios filmmaking uh, facing with the big challenges with the appearance with the emergence of platforms with different yes. platforms you know yes and yeah and for the last things i think the experimental cinema the family filmmaking goes up and up and the covid-19 prove it to all of us i particularly like like your point of in terms of the elements of cinema i think that's 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 a great point hamid tell me a lot of films a lot of films uh, because i have been talking to distributors and sales agents and filmmakers and i keep asking this question where do i find your film they are award winning films you know they're struggling with distribution you know despite being award winning films uh we cannot immediately find them on any platform despite the blooming of platforms everywhere uh these films do not have takers in fact sundance gave a huge list of films that won in sundance and have, do not have distribution do you do you think that in the future the next couple coming couple of years we are going to be seeing a huge drastic change of the aesthetics of the films in terms of uh, uh, not just film festivals but also uh, commercially viable films yeah yeah why not because you can see the sign of this in nowadays you know mm. it's not uh, connected to the uh, far future it's connected to the near future because the quarantine period i mean in the cause of spreading of covid-19 make lots of creativity for distribution you know yeah uh, and we for example in iran it's uh, it's kind of countries like uh, three world third world of of the world like iran like like turkey like iraq you know even in these kind of countries you can see the sign of the uh, new new thoughts about the the distribution mm. and film festivals i think you know uh, in the past time lots of filmmakers fight try to more discuss with the festival like directors please give me a place i have to screen my films in your festival because there is just a good place there is just one place for 
watching uh, my films from their their film critics, film producers, and uh, the, the distributors, the film distributors try to give a bribe, you know, give some bribes to the festivals to put them a free slot for screening their films. But today, everything is changed mm -hmm. because we have lots of private platforms give yeah. you a free free space for show their films yeah hamid i feel so connected to abbas kirastami's films i think they're so beautiful his whole observation of human behavior and also his whole connectivity human and nature connectivity do you see uh, so two questions here one a couple of things that you love about kirastami because he's your favorite filmmaker as well and the second is do you foresee in the next couple of years and this is going to be like really tragic if this happens that you know a kirastami film has to be suppose kirastami makes a film it needs to be transformed to fit into the the aesthetics and the culture that we are heading towards uh, in the next couple of years as we just spoke about the future of cinema you know kirastami is really unique filmmaker there is mm. no other copy of that Kiarostami yes. is Kiarostami. This is the main uh, meaning of the uh, originality of the artist in, in all fields. You know, Kiarostami is Kiarostami. For example, Tarkovsky is Tarkovsky. Kishlovsky yes. is Kishlovsky. Jitrai mm. is Jitrai, you know? Yeah. The main important things I learned from Abbas is that he really destroy he really eliminates the border between reality and fiction yes it's really important things and mm, he try to make atmosphere like a documentary atmosphere for us but he just try to tell us his own story but yes. we feel it in in a deep realism in a deep realism he tried to use non-actor guys and give them a good character in his films for example when you read the interviews with Abbas with different medias all of uh, journalists try to ask about the acting in his films for yes. example i remember a uh, uh, quotation from Kurosawa, a huge filmmaker. Yes. Uh, he he met Abbas in in a I think in a Cannes Film Festival many years ago, and just asked from Abbas how how you navigate your actors because they are so so real. Mm -hmm. They are so real, and just Abbas told him, I just try to live with them. I just try to know more and more about their spirit, their soul, their, their consciousness and unconsciousness part of their life, their mind, you know. He tried to spend lots of times with the, with the actors and actresses in their films. And when you just see a shot from Abbas, oh, how, how he creates this reality. This is the main uh, cause of that reality, the time. They're living with your characters, living with your cast 
living with your camera man, living with your sound designer. Uh, the sound designer of his film, Behruz Abedini, he mm-hmm. works on various different sounds. He was the sound designer of mm-hmm. that film. Mm-hmm. He just uh, told me one day Abbas tried to throw out some some small stones in the path of the river. You know, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just asked why you put some stones on the rivers and try to make a narrow narrow path for the water in the river. And Abbas told me this sound. It's getting close to the character of the boy who get a role as a main actor in the various different house. Mm. You know, he just tried to design a a a, a place, design a, a area for the for the pure sound, and make some sounds regarding to the to the uh, personality of the main character. It's really important. And the uh-huh. connection between Abbas and nature, yeah. you know, landscape yeah. shots, nature, so it means the humanity comes out from the nature. You can yes. see this mm. kind of aesthetic in Abbas films. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Uh, Hamid, tell me uh, just last question in terms of when you teach your students filmmaking, what are the kind of things that you pay attention to? I just try to support their creativity. I just try to give them a free soul. I just try to remind them to be yourself. You know, it's really important things. Find your your own language. Find yeah. your own language. It's really important. Find to be independent filmmaker. Try to fight with someone or somebody's try to to um, make their shadows on your products. Try to eliminate this. Try to be yourself. Try to be to be brave. A guy have lots of deer in your path and uh, never give up never give up someday you can find your way lovely lovely I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I hope you guys enjoyed it too while I go and dive into more of Iranian cinema I'm gonna leave you guys with this popular quote from the great Persian poet Rumi. As you start to walk on the way, the way appears. Take care and have a great weekend.